baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Ask the Expert North Texas. I'm Kristen Diaz. I'm David Rankin. The new year starting out with a lot of openings in schools all over the Texas area. And the future doesn't seem so bright afterwards. Texas State Teachers Association reports almost three out of every four teachers are serious about finding another direction for their careers. Seventy percent say they're ready to quit their jobs within the next year. On today's Ask the Expert, we're joined by Clay Robeson from the TSTA. He is in the KRLD Zoom room. Clay, thank you so much for the time. My pleasure. This is a national problem as well as one in Texas. How does Texas compare? Are t- teachers happier here that you know of? I don't know. I, I think it may be worse here. The, the National Education Association, of which we are the Texas affiliate, did a survey of its members several months ago, and and they came up with a percentage of 55% who thought that they might be leaving the profession earlier than intended. We came up with 70%. But, you know, there are some political issues in Texas that are not uh, there in some of the other states. So, uh, but it looks at this point that it may be worse in Texas than it is at least nationally. Is that the only trigger you think that is causing these teachers to make this decision? Uh, politically, you mean the only trigger? Now, there are a number of factors. I mean, many teachers are stressed out from the pandemic and are finally deciding they've had enough. And for many years, Texas teachers have been underpaid. They're still about $7,000 below the national average. Added to that were, you know, a succession of political attacks that they took from Governor Abbott and some members of the legislature earlier this year over and last year over critical race theory, which is not taught in Texas public schools, and, uh, you know, threatened book bans, you know, and, and questioning, you know, the questioning whether or not books that uh, were by LGBTQ authors were pornographic or not. And, uh, you know, there there is there is not pornography in Texas public schools. You may find a book or two that maybe not be age appropriate, but there are there are uh, safeguards in place for school districts to address that. When did without the, the governor, you know, alleging that there's widespread pornography or, or suggesting that there's widespread widespread pornography? How long has this been going on that teachers have had to worry about, you know, dealing with political issues as opposed to just teaching the kids i think it's been worse in the past two years than i've seen it and uh i've been around the capitol for a long time not not in this role but in i was a newspaper reporter there for a long time and i've been doing this now for a dozen years and and you know there's always politics i mean the if you're a public school teacher in texas you are involved in politics politics determines you know uh, how much you get paid and, and politics determines a lot of things but politics are not supposed to meddle in the classroom. And when you get there trying to basically tell teachers how to teach about important subjects such as racism and, uh, and issues like that, then that goes beyond, that goes beyond the line. And I don't, I don't recall this uh, until the past couple of years. 
Your survey had some pretty uh, alarming numbers. It said that 85% of those teachers that were surveyed didn't believe that state leaders and legislators had a positive opinion of teachers. Um, and this kind of, again, expressed a similar belief back in a 2018 survey. So not just in these past two years, but even beforehand, uh, you know, why do you think that that might be um, how they feel? Well, that has been building and it's been building for, for, uh, until 1980 over, over pay issues and, and the lack of resources in classrooms and that, and that kind of thing. Uh, it built this time, I think, because of the more, you know, the politically charged issues over critical race theory and also the pandemic. During the pandemic, you may recall Governor Abbott uh, forbade school districts from passing man mass mandates in their classrooms. And, and many teachers felt like he wasn't doing everything he could to keep them safe, they, they and, their, and their students safe. And uh, in fact, he was going just the opposite. And then, uh, and then the gun issue, gun violence erupted again in Texas, in, in Texas schools, and, and the, the shootings in Uvalde were horrific. Now, we started, uh, the survey started before the Uvalde shootings, but it stayed uh, open uh, after the Uvalde shooting. So how much that had to do with this, I'm not sure, because teachers are calling on the governor for, for sensible gun reform laws, which he refuses to even discuss. And how much that figured into this, uh, we don't know, but we suspect this may have had some, something to do with it. They're already low paid. Uh, they've been uh, uh, struggling with, with the stress of the pandemic. Uh, there have been the political attacks, you know, trying to drive a wedge between the parents and the, and the, and the teachers. And then the, the gun violence erupts again. And a lot of these teachers said, you know, enough is enough. I'm out of here. Yeah. Uh, we hope that many of, the, of that 70% after they had time over the summer to think about it. And we think that many of them probably are back in the classrooms as we start the new school year. We certainly hope so. Yeah. But we also know that our fear that many are not. And if something isn't done to improve the support for teachers in this state, to reduce the political attacks against state, state teachers, and to do something about gun violence that really helps protect them, this could worsen in the future. You talk about the pay the pay grade for teachers all over the state. School districts have been going through hiring fairs and offering incentives and signing bonuses as well. Is that enough or what else needs to be done to enha- to bring more people into Texas because they can they can shuffle the deck chairs on the Titanic from school district to school district but you need to bring more teachers in from out of state. From the, from the economic standpoint, there needs to be a much larger investment in public education. And the next session of the legislature will have a huge surplus to, to, to use. This is a, a great opportunity for them to do it. Now, the legislature in 2019 passed a school finance law then that, that pumped a few billion extra dollars into public education. But the fact that teachers are still underpaid by $7,000 on average compared to the national average shows that, that didn't go far enough. And the most experienced teachers, those who have been in the classroom the longest and are at the top of their district's pay scale, lag behind the most experienced teachers nationally by almost $13,000 a year. So uh, it's not keeping up with, uh, it's just not keeping up with their needs. And besides that, our survey also showed that the average teacher spent more than $800 this last school year after they're out of their own pockets for school supplies that their districts couldn't afford to provide. And uh, 
and their health insurance premiums have increased by more than $2,000 in the past four years because the state has not raised its contribution to the teachers' uh, uh, health insurance premiums in 20 years. And, and meanwhile, what have insurance premiums done in that time? Yeah, exactly. yeah they've skyrocketed. For the 70% that your survey showed are on the verge of quitting, how much of a long-term effect do you expect that to be an issue for Texas schools uh, in the future? That kind of depends on the policymakers in Austin and, and what, uh, who they are and what they do. And uh, if the policymakers in Austin start really listening to teachers, paying attention to their needs, actually putting real, real resources into public education and not just, you know, giving it lip service and staying out, keeping their politics out of the classroom and taking real steps to, to help secure schools from more gun violence, uh, it, it may get worse. Uh, but those are the steps. That's what the state needs to do. Take, take public education seriously. Take educators seriously. They, they are dedicated to their students. They love to teach. And they're essential to Texas's future. What happens to the money that comes in from the Texas lottery? Last year, the lottery brought in $8 billion. And I thought that money or a chunk of that money is supposed to go to education in Texas. Does it? it, it but, but that's less than one-tenth of the total education budget in Texas. The last time I checked that uh, the total education budget in Texas is somewhere between 40 and $60 billion. I forget the exact figure. So the lottery does, but the lottery only, only barely scratches the surface. So what happens to the quality of education? We don't have the best people available for the job. Is this just a slippery slope? You know, yes. ed's education. I mean, ultimately, you got you know we learn we worry about the the COVID learning loss, mm -hmm. the COVID learning. Well, uh, if something isn't done about this situation with the teachers and the teacher shortage, we're gonna have we're gonna have a bigger learning loss. Yeah. And uh, the longer we take to to straighten out the uh, and 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 pay more attention and and give education more funding what it needs and more support the the longer that learning loss is going to be. Clay Robeson from the Texas State Teachers Association. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you all. Thanks for calling. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.